There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom, watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives a damn. Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Kuntas. I get chills when I hear that intro, and also because it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> True that. I always go to spooky, scary skeletons oh, yeah. and shivers down your spine. spine. <laughs> That's a good one too. Hey everybody! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Happy Samhain! Whatever you <laughs> celebrate, don't celebrate. You know. All Hallows Eve. Ah, it's all so great. <laughs> all Hallows great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's a dweeb. <laughs> it's our favorite time of year uh, for many reasons, but this is an exciting time uh, for us uh, with the podcast. Yes, today <laughs> it's exciting for the podcast. Woo-woo-woo. As Leah said, Leah, do you want to tell them why? Yeah, so it's Halloween, and we want to introduce something that we're calling... Paranormal Putas, the legendary Texas series. So what does that mean, Bethany? What are we about to explore? So Leah and I live in the great and kind of awful state of Texas. (laughs) (laughs) But only we can say that. Only Only Texans. (laughs) Only we can admit how shitty and great we are and be so proud of our super shitty state. (laughs) Yeah. We love Texas regardless. Yes. Um, But anyways, uh, so yeah, we uh, want to explore some of the legends of Texas, some of the spooky stories and crazy things that this crazy state has to offer. Oh, yeah. And there's lots of um So we're really excited to kick off this series and, of course, on this amazing day. So we're bringing to you our first adventure uh, where we took a little trip out to Saratoga, Texas. Spooky in itself. <laughs> Saratoga, Texas. I got a chill. <laughs> Where people don't wear masks and fly Confederate flags. And you got to walk real fast out of those gas stations. <laughs> don't stay past midnight. <laughs> or actually don't. past 7 p.m. Yeah, no, no, no don't fucking do sun, it. <laughs> once the sun comes down, you best run. Run. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> no, so we, we took a trip to Saratoga, Texas. Bethany, you want to let everybody know why? Oh, yeah. So how about we sit back, relax, Enjoy this rare blue moon. <laughs> and let me tell you a story about Bragg Road. Ooh. So Bragg Road is in Saratoga, Texas. And Saratoga, Texas is in Hardin County. And it's located 36 miles northwest of Beaumont. <laughs> See, this is important to us because Beaumont is the closest city near Saratoga. So that's kind of where we stayed. <laughs> We stayed in Beaumont because um, we didn't really want to stay in Saratoga. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We wanted to live. <laughs> yeah. It, it, we felt more comfortable there because it was more of a city-like environment, yes. you know? Yeah. They had a Mickey D's and Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. We were like, whoa, I can breathe. Oh, no. It was the H-E-B. Oh, when yeah, we yeah. saw the H-E-B, we're like, whoa, <laughs> I can stop sweating. <laughs> the civilization out here. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. <laughs> um, so, anyways, so we were in Saratoga, and the original name for this town was New Sour Lake. Mm. <laughs> oh, real sour! Oh my god, real sour! <laughs> and I thought that was pretty, pretty wild. Like someone seriously like found that place and was like, "I'm calling it New, New sour, sour Lake." <laughs> But it makes sense because the first major like landmark discovery was a sulfur smelling spring (laughs) in like the 1850s. (laughs) So not a good sour smell, you know, it didn't smell like zesty lemons. It smelled like ass. (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) Smells like boiled eggs and farts. (laughs) And it's kind of funny because another name for the town, like really early on was it was called Friendship. (laughs) And I'm like, 
I don't like why. Why? Yeah. Is it because only your friends know what your farts? We're <laughs> like, like, in a town that smells like farts. We got to be real good friends if you're gonna stay here with me. <laughs> they wanted people to think it was a nice place, and then you show up in Friendship, Texas, and you're like, "Oh God, it's hot ass out here!" Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How wild. Anyways, um, so yeah, so um, in like the 1880s, a man named P.S. Watts wanted to profit from the Sulphur Springs claiming that they had a unique medical properties. And apparently this was like a really big trend at the time. And honestly, I feel like people still buy into this kind of stuff where they're like, this magical spring will give you life. Oh yeah. So they were like really into like medicinal, like properties of lakes and waters and stuff. So he was like, cool, I'm going to profit off of that. (laughs) (laughs) So Mr. P.S. Watts ended up like building a bunch of hotels and like rental cottages. And he renamed New Sour Lake (laughs) to Saratoga. And he was basically like ripping off the idea of Saratoga Springs in New York. So in short... The shit-smelling town named Saratoga (laughs) is basically like a marketing ploy. Like, he was like, I'm just going to name it Saratoga. (laughs) Come on, it sounds nice. people are going to come to my egg-smelling springs (laughs) and enjoy their medicinal properties, which he had, like, no proof of, like, them doing really anything for anyone. And honestly, I didn't Google what sulfur does to you. I've seen it. I took a geology class once. <laughs> it's bright yellow. I know what it looks like. But I don't know about it. it's like, you know, witchcraft properties. <laughs> Not a lot of people came to visit after the hotels and rental properties were built. But, you know, who would have thunk? <laughs> so years later in like the early 1900s. Okay, this name though. Okay, so it's early 1900s and his name is Lucas Gusher. <laughs> What a name, especially when I tell you what he does. His name is Lucas Gusher, and he is an oil man. (laughs) That's too perfect. It's like you were born to be an oil man, Lucas Gusher. It's too good. It's too perfect. Oil gushing from the ground into the hands of Lucas Gusher, that black Texas gold, right? (laughs) So anyways, Mr. Gusher has a lot of success in like the Beaumont area, which, you know, is near Saratoga, um, with his spindle top oil wells. Um, This is kind of fucked up because uh, before um, Mr. Watts came in, there was one of the first settlers was J.F. Cotton. He tried to do the whole um, oil business thing, but his like machinery sucked. So he kind of failed at that. And that was like in the early 1850s. So it was like 50, 60 years later when Mr. Gusher came in and like profited off the oil there. (laughs) That sucks, man. (laughs) Mr. Cotton. Yeah. Mr. Cotton was there when it was still called New Sour Lake and he totally failed. Sorry, Mr. (laughs) Cotton. (laughs) It was all the name set up for failure. I bet he felt shocked. (laughs) Cotton. I feel shocked that my oil business failed. I feel like we we reference cotton every other episode, and I really hope that people out there know the cotton reference. We hope you've seen that movie, okay? (laughs) If you don't know what it is, ask us on our Instagram. In 1904, the Santa Fe and Gulf Colorado Railway extended from Saratoga to Bragg Station. So that's the thing about this area. Um... Like Saratoga and Bragg are like neighboring towns or like they used to be. And there's like a road that connects them. And it used to be a railway that connected them. And this brought like a short boom for the lumber and oil industries. And I also read that they uh, transported cattle too, but there wasn't a lot on that because it was mostly about like lumber and oil. Yeah, And that industry boomed for about 30 years. Um, And due to the town's part in, like, the lumber boom, the town became, like, a meeting location, which led to the establishment of the Big Thicket National Preserve. And the Big Thicket is, uh, like, the name given to a a somewhat imprecise region of heavily forested area in the southeast Texas. So when you hear people say, like, you know, the Big Thicket, they're just talking about, like, a general region in southeast Texas. (laughs) (laughs) That has, like, lots of trees and shit. As of recent years, the town's biggest profitable resources are uh, still lumber and oil, 
And the population has kind of always been consistently around like a thousand people. (laughs) And today when I Googled it, uh, there was about 880 people said to live in Saratoga, Texas. Yeah, man. That place is super itty bitty. Everything's in the fucking mall there. (laughs) Like it's just, I think we were looking for food and it was like, oh, it's like two minutes up the road. And we ended up in a mall parking lot and we're like, we're not going into the damn mall. Like, so then we had to drive another two minutes to find (laughs) the next little restaurant but uh yeah saratoga is really little um and and with bethany giving some of the history a reason why we went down there is for bragg road specifically so bragg road um goes from bragg to saratoga and it's actually the road it's now a road but it was once the railway so when bethany mentioned the city's connecting that's the road that we went to visit um Now, this place is now abandoned, uh, or was abandoned. It was left uh, for the use of hunters who didn't allow uh, the natural thicket to reclaim the road. So the road is also called Ghost Road Scenic Route, and that is what pulled us in, pulled at our little hot strings. Ghost Road, we had to go see this. So, and this is really where all the fun begins, right? This is why we go out there. This is why we make what the five hour drive. How long? Yeah, I think like it was the, about four or five. Four or hours. five hour drive. This is why we pack up, hit the road. It's all for Bragg Road. Um, so on the ghost road between Bragg and Saratoga, it's a phenomenon which is called the light of Saratoga. Now, this is considered a legend of the Big Thicket. So there are a few other names for this phenomenal legend, including the Saratoga Light the Bragg Road ghost lights, and simply Saratoga light. <laughs> so um, on the dirt road, uh, can- it's canopied by all these beautiful trees, gorgeous, luscious, <laughs> luscious trees. It was so beautiful. We opened the moon roof and it was just an amazing, it's an eight mile drive. So as soon as you hit the road, it- it's eight miles. Um, and it's beautiful the whole way through. Now, the The legend is that you'll see a mysterious light appear and disappear at random times without explanation. So when we first got to town, it was daytime and we wanted to kind of just check it out, see what was going on. We kind of, uh, we found the road, got super hyped and we stopped the car and did a little investigating. Yeah, so the legend is that there is a mysterious light that appears and disappears at random times without explanation. Uh, Now, this phenomenon can only be experienced at night. Um, There are a lot of ideas of what could be causing the mysterious ball of light to disappear and reappear. So we're going to get into some of those myths right now. Yeah, let's get into it. (laughs) Apparently, stories of the ghostly light became popular around the 1940s. So these are not recent stories. These have been floating around for a while. So this is really exciting for us to dig into. Um, Now, the light thing, right, (laughs) has uh, been going on for a long time. One of the most popular myths or legends, if you will, about the ghost light is that one day a railroad worker was decapitated in the railway. Um, So there was a horrible accident. This uh, young man lost his head. Uh, the light is caused by the ghost who carries a lantern in search of his head. So that's mm-hmm. one of the main stories there. So can you help me find my head? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he has his lantern and that's apparently the light that you see on this road. Um so people say that the light is the lantern and and the headless ghost carries it. Well, one of the things about that story in particular I found interesting is that um, that story about the, the worker getting his head cut off and like using a light to search for it, that is also used to explain other phenomena such as Paulding light in Michigan and the Marco light in North Carolina. And that's what I found online, but like I'm sure there are other people or like cities that use that. That myth. And I'm kind of wondering if there's a story behind that, but maybe that'll be for another day. Oh, yeah. Like what started that kind of trope? Like every yeah. little town has a yeah. decapitated railway exactly. worker. <laughs> and you know what's really funny? And this is just coming to my head right now. This is organic <laughs> happening. Um, you remember that episode of Hey Arnold where there was like the haunted railway and like he would sing? It was one of the Halloween yeah. episodes. And he, yeah. I think he had a lantern and there was a story something like that. Like there was a horrible railway accident and I mean, that shit probably just happened a lot back in the 1800s, you know? Like, I mean... It's probably safe to say that a lot of people uh, 
got hit by trains yeah i mean they're super dangerous there was lots of like you know bandits and stuff and people getting on them to move and you know just like uh, people jumping on trains a lot back in the day so i'm sure that kind of stuff happened a lot Another story um, about Bragg Road or like myth about like what that light is, is that it's a little bit of the fire that was never extinguished from something called the Kaiser burnout, Um, which I didn't look too deep into. I was just looking for like explanations of this light and that was listed as one of them. Uh, Some people say that it could be the ghost of a man shot during that burnout, that Kaiser burnout. That's wild. Yeah. So this thing, a lot of people seem to think that this light is a ghost, which, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's called Ghost Road. Road. (laughs) (laughs) Another story is that uh, the light could be the night hunter who got lost in the big thicket decades ago. That's crazy. So the night hunter be out there. And, you know, we did see some hunting spots out there. So we'll get into that later. Oh, Um, yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, he could be out there. (laughs) Hunting some shit. But honestly, I think my personal favorite one was about a husband looking for his bride. This one felt very like, are you afraid of the dark to me? Yeah. The story goes that the couple were honeymooning at Bragg Hotel, which used to be at the end of the road. Mm -hmm. And by mysterious circumstances, the bride was murdered. The husband killed her. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Well, not quite. Well, uh, let me finish my story. So they say that the light is the groom who continues to search for his bride's killer. So he out for revenge. Which I thought was a very sweet romantic little story. Yeah. But something I found like super interesting, and I couldn't find a lot of evidence on this, but a few like bloggers who went out there and uh, experienced Bragg Road like regularly said that they've never seen the light on a full moon, oh. which I thought was really interesting. That's and crazy. I wonder if there's like, okay, so if it's not like a ghost, right? if there's, you know, some kind of different explanation for it, like a natural phenomena, um, why would the full moon what about affect the moon? It? Yeah. yeah. Or like, how does it affect this light? <sighs> That's crazy. Yeah. I thought it was super interesting. Or even if it is a ghost, Maybe they don't like the full moon. I don't know. <laughs> that's a, it's all a myth. I mean, that's the thing, right? Where do we start kind of bringing in the myths and tying in uh, with some of the skeptics, right? If mm-hmm. it's not out on the full moon, what other things have been said in regards to this ghost road? Now, some people say that the light is just really caused by the highway. Here's the kicker. <laughs> There's no fucking highway anywhere around this damn road. Like, it's crazy. And when you're out there at night, it is pitch black. It is insane darkness. Like, it was really creepy driving out there. I was like, like every three seconds, I'm going to hit a deer. I'm going to kill something. Something's going to pop out of the road. Like, it's one of those really super freaky roads. So there's no way... No way that it's a highway. Yeah, when I saw that, that people were saying that, I was like, what highway are you talking about, bro? Because, like, I didn't see one out there. Like, there is, like, okay, because this is, like, a dirt road, it does, like, cut off of a major road, but even that major road is kind of slow. Right. Like, there's not a lot going on there. No. But, yeah, and other people say that it the light is caused by headlights from other cars driving on the road with you. Because mm. Bragg Road is is kind of popular for, like, a haunt down there. A lot right. of people like to visit it. I mean, we visited it. You know, tourists visit it. Oh, yeah. So it's a really narrow road. Right. And so if you're going down it and someone's coming towards you, you could think that that's the light. Right. And so there are some people that are saying that the light you see is just that. Right. It's just headlights. And there are even pictures online like showing you multiple different scenarios and they're like, it's just headlights. But I'm like, what about if you're the only person on that road and you still see that? Like, which other people have been? I've read articles of other people that were like, well, I was told it was just headlights, but... There were no other cars on the road when I was there. Right. And they still saw that light. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, 
we might have experienced something like that too. So yeah, um, headlights though are part of it. Also, people are saying that the light can be considered um, like a gas substance. So like swamp gas. And there are little swamps out there. Like we, when we drove through during the day, we wanted to kind of get a feel of what was out there because we had heard this swamp gas um myth. So we wanted to see, you know, where would that have possibly come from? And there are little swamps out there. Um, but some say that's where the light comes from. That's a yeah. source. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we went out there and got out of the car and tried to kind of search around cause the swamps was kind of cool looking. Oh yeah. <laughs> but again, they were really small and, and I think we only saw like one really yeah. that we explored. Um, so yeah, some people say it's a swamp gas kind of light you know, phenomena, but again, I don't know. Nobody really knows. The thing is, is that there's no hard evidence or proof that's come out of, you know, what this is like, no, no scientist has spent enough time to go out there and be like, it's swamp gas. That's just another speculation. Just as much as, you know, people spending time out there and being like, it's a ghost. Like there's no hard proof on either side. Correct. Which I think is super interesting and makes uh, this place really special. And cool, because there is no short answer on what this is. All right, you kind of make it what you want when you're out there. So you experience uh, 100% what you want to experience out on Bragg Road. And that's what made it really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now we've gone over a little history. We've gone over some myths and, and stuff. Um, I think we should tell the people what we experienced. <laughs> I don't think you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean... As we mentioned, right, to kind of kick it off, we drove out there um, and we went straight to the road. So we were there during the day and we actually made um, stops along the road just to take it all in. There's little mile markers or... um, what are they called? My, uh, history markers? Oh, yeah, like historical markers. There were yes. like plaques or something. I don't know. They they were just like these um, signs that had like pictures and history on them. Right, yeah. So we would stop at those and to kind of back what we've shared, right, it confirmed the railways that like all this stuff happened. Um, and then it gives a little bit of ghost road too. But what was creepy is when we drove past that sign, it's really like faded. You couldn't really read a lot of the ghost scenic drive um, yeah. poster or the, bo- the board for it. Yeah, yeah. the little bulletin or yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. it was. But yeah, she's right. We saw the one that talked about the Santa Fe Railroad system being mm-hmm. extended to Bragg Station in Saratoga um, and also how um, the, the hotels and cottages, the rental cottages uh, were built and that they weren't super successful. Um, and, and it seems like everything that this little area has tried to become successful it just kind of dissipates. Yeah. Even with like the lumber and oil boom, it's still like, apparently it's still kind of active yeah. or at least like the last I found was like in the eighties. So, <laughs> <laughs> so not that active, but you know, but even so you would think that with a town with like these resources right. and even with sulfur, I'm sure there's more uses for sulfur. And if you have a sulfur spring, you know, you should probably be, you know, selling that resource. Right. Or, you got to be able to market it somehow. Yeah. To like thrive. <laughs> You're not even thriving. And the, uh, by not calling it new sour <laughs> lake, though, don't call it sour lake. Ain't nobody want to go to that. <laughs> Does not sound like a good time. But yeah, so none of that, none of that information was out there. It was crazy. So the road is is beautiful during the day. Um, we actually were able to see or find these little um, kind of divots off the road. So. I was able to pull over and uh, Bethany mentioned seeing some of like the hunting or um, like the little hunting houses you can go out and hide from yeah. the deer and shoot I don't know what those are called. Yeah. I don't know what they're called either. Up. But like they're kind of high up. Like you yeah. have to climb up and into it and you can like put your gun <laughs> and like shoot. I don't know. We're not gun people. I was we're not. Say, this is how you know we're city Texans. Yeah, we city. Then we them city folk, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I don't know we, what hunters do. Uh, <laughs> but it was also kind kind of creepy because we went to that same area at night and I was like, Oh God, I feel like someone's watching me from that little window. It was super creepy out there. Yeah. But, uh, during the day we made a little stop and I, uh, I think this is where we did our first EVP. Oh yeah, that's right. Are there any ghosts out here? Thank <laughs> you. 
Any messages any spirits want to let the world know? We've got Leah's car lights. Oh, EMF detector's going off. Is there anybody with us? We want you to know that we come with the utmost respect. If you have a message, we will release it to the world for you. Like we were trying to investigate and I'll kind of say this, I, like we do this for the love of ghost adventures. I love everything paranormal, but I'm not proactively seeking ghosts. So I come across as a huge puss in this episode. <laughs> like you'll hear me be like, no, no, I'm not. I don't do that. I'm the Aaron. All right. Like I don't want anything to do with this. And Bethany's out here like, let's ask questions. <laughs> I'm a Zach. <laughs> let's get answers. And I'm like, nope, gotta you know, go. It's like those personality <laughs> tests. You know what I mean? Like the Myers-Briggs, <laughs> except that we, when you're out in that situation, you really find out who you are and it turns out leah is very safe and just like no no and i'm like i'm gonna jump out of this moving car and ask the ghost <laughs> like i was like you could take me out there you could just drop me off by myself yeah like, bethany was ready to like camp and shit i'm like no dude like stay in the car and to be honest with you i surprised myself like i did not think i would be that way like i was seriously going into this thing like i'm gonna stay in the car i'm fucking terrified i don't know what we're getting into we on the middle of looking bullshit texas like, yeah yeah, yeah. And no I'm sorry for anyone who lives out there for like <laughs> shitting on your town <laughs> we're from Austin we're douches alright that's just the name of the game anyways as I was saying <laughs> I, I really didn't think that I would invite something like that into my life especially experiencing the things that I have and stuff but for some reason I was just like I want to see some ghosts yeah man you were too about it I was like chill out there <laughs> Chill out there, Zach Pagan. <laughs> I'm trying to like sleep peacefully. <laughs> I remember us being, uh, we were in the hotel room, of course, watching Ghost Adventures, and uh, uh, Bethany got upset with me because I didn't bring my ghost hunting book. And she was like, I really wanted to read up on protection, <laughs> what we had to do. <laughs> to make sure that we don't get any attachments. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we went out there unprepared. Uh, we were fully open to attachments. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> fools we are. Absolute fools. Uh, but it was, a, it, it was a great experience. So we're out there during the day, and then we make our way back out there around, what, 9 o'clock? 8.30, 9 o'clock yeah, at night? Yeah, it was a little after... The sun had set, like it it had fully set. So yeah, it was after eight and then it takes like from where we were, it took like 30, 40 minutes to get back out there. What's crazy is uh, Bethany mentioned how long it it took to get out there. We mentioned earlier, we stayed in Beaumont, which is about 36 miles. Is that what it's? Yeah. So, you know, a a distance away, but when we were out there, (laughs) like this is going to, it might sound kind of cheesy, but like time just had no fucking like it wasn't like it stopped or it went fast or it didn't seem as long i don't know what how to really describe it but it was weird i was like how are we already here we're 36 miles away but we got there like in five minutes and we were out there and we did the eight mile road in what felt like two minutes but like you look at the clock and you'd been out there longer like it was just this weird time warp i kept saying we're driving in and out of this time warp man like yeah it got really I don't know. And then I started to kind of feel that way. Like, yeah, this, I don't know what time it is. I don't know where I'm at. Like, yeah, you're right. Like the whole experience is somewhat disorienting. Yes. And I'm, I'm seriously curious about anyone else who's, who's visited Bragg Road and may have experienced this with all the articles and all the blogs and all the stuff we read online while like researching the histories and legends and all of that. I didn't come across anything where anyone else said I felt disoriented. I felt like a lot of people were trying to debunk it, you know, Um, but we felt like super weird. And one of the things about the road is like for us, when we got on the road, we saw that light immediately. Yes. The weird ghost light. And, And the thing is, we had no idea we were looking at it. Yeah. We thought that it may have been headlights or something. And we were like, no, no, that's not it. And the closer we got to it, the more like our eyesight got fuzzy or weird. And we started to feel weird. And then the coolest and creepiest part about all of it is that our 
um, EMF detector went off. Like the closer we got to it, and we do have that on recording. <laughs> I can see tail lights. Yeah, I can see tail lights too. But that's the thing; it wouldn't be a white light. It would be a, a red, red light. light. Yeah, because that car is going that way. Everybody's going this way. I'm recording on the EVP recorder. Whoa, holy shit, that's bright. What the fuck? That's crazy. What oh, the shit. fuck? Oh, we're good. We're getting close. Okay, okay, I'm getting excited. I want to roll down the window and be like, Woo! <laughs> holy shit. What the fuck is that? That makes no sense. My eyes feel blurry too, dude. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like it, I'm losing, like. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Oh, 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 I'm fucking edge, bro. Oh. Do we drive through the light? Let's fucking get close. This is what we're here for. Seriously, my vision is getting so blurry. Mine too. Staring into it, don't stare into the light. I'm still not pick. Oh shit, I just got a hit on the EMF detector. Oh god, oh, we're getting god. hits, bro. We're getting hits. Eight, one, <laughs> eleven, eleven. Oh shit. Are there any spirits with us? going off as we got closer to this light it was a huge what i thought piece of evidence for us even if it's you know whatever it consists of it has that energy that's causing the emf to go off now we're inside my car doing this and it's going off now we had it on the whole time and you'll hear us on our recording from that trip you know in the car hey the emf's not going off and as we get closer to the light it starts to trigger and that was kind of incredible it started to really that's where I hit ultimate puss level and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like super freak out. It was a, a really cool moment. And to Bethany's point, you think it's a headlight and there's even, uh, this might be in video where I'm uh, saying, oh yeah, there's another car coming, but X amount of minutes pass. It feels like we're driving down this road and it's 20 minutes later and that car still has not passed us. So it's like, oh crap. Then we realize, oh, that's the light. We've been looking at the light this whole time and it was nuts it was so crazy yeah it was super crazy and it's like this weird and and i can understand why people think that it's like a swamp gas effect Mm -hmm. thing because it kind of shimmers in like a weird hazy kind of way yeah like if you ever see um if you live in a really hot state like texas or arizona (laughs) you can like see the heat yeah (laughs) like i don't i'm sure there's a word for it and i'm showing my lack of vocabulary here (laughs) but it looks like these waves like Mm -hmm. these little heat waves 
things. And that's kind of what the light looked like to me. Um, it looked like this this weird ball. Like a of mirage like a of light. Yeah, it was yeah. like a mirage yeah. in a movie. Yeah. yeah. And it it never seemed to get closer. Right. Like you would just drive towards it for like, I don't even know how long on video we were thinking it was lights. Right. Because like we're the, just like gabbing away. We were like, yeah. blah, blah, I wonder where we go. I don't see nothing. <laughs> and we were looking at it the whole time. Um, and it never got closer. And then all of a sudden, just gone. Disappears. Yeah. And it was when it disappeared that we were like, Oh shit, that was the light, huh? <laughs> that, that thing in front of us the whole time was the light. And it's like we missed it almost because we were so busy convincing ourselves that it wasn't, wasn't the light it, yeah. that we didn't like really, I don't know, take in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we drove down the road twice at nighttime. And so we did see the light come and go a few times. Yeah, yeah. It was really, it was just crazy. And then I think what, lens to that is there were I think maybe when we were on the road we did pass maybe three cars yeah and it was it was kind of cool to see just a little side note because there was a family and all the young kids were sitting in the back of the truck so these kids are like outside looking for the light and I was like oh man those guys are some troopers (laughs) like I did not want to step outside and these little kids are hanging out in the back of the truck like hey having the best time and living it up and I think that's a really cool thing to do and it reminded me of a lot of our childhood experiences and and stuff like that so for the parents out there keeping it spooky for their kids keep it up that was really cool to see that was so cute it was awesome because like again this road is so narrow you have to pull over for Mm -hmm. each other to pass you know each other so we pulled over for them to pass us and they were all hanging out the car at the bed of the truck like Leah said and they were all like hey some people in the bed of their truck. That's cool. And they waved to us and it was really cute. It was a really cute moment. <laughs> it was a super cute moment because, you know, we're all out there for the same reason. Oh, yeah. We're looking for spooks, you know, <laughs> and, and it was just super cute. And yeah, it, it same thing for me. It reminded me of when me and Leo were little kids. Just like going down to San Antonio oh, yeah. to go to the railroad tracks or like we would visit like haunted schools here in Austin. Oh, and yeah. Just whatever we could do to get a good scare. Oh, yeah. So it was really cool to see and, and shout outs to to you guys, too, though, the paranormal community. It's just a, an instant bond when you see people in these environments or talk to people uh, who you get to meet under these circumstances because you know that you're believers or, you know, trying to believe and it's really cool thing. So yeah, it's like, I found my people. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's comforting. (laughs) (laughs) Even in the middle of an eight mile road uh, where you can see absolutely nothing. (laughs) Well, another thing I would like to mention, um, since Leah brought up seeing other cars, I feel like you can tell when it's headlights Mm -hmm. versus when it's the mysterious light. Um, Because we saw, you know, obviously we saw headlights coming towards us and we knew, hey, pull over. Right. You know, and so after we saw the, the, the ball of light initially and we realized, oh, shit, that's it. We knew how to like how to differentiate between headlights and the ball of light. So yeah. after that initial drive in, we knew uh, when it would come back, we were like, okay, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, we so we did the first lap and thought maybe we didn't get enough because we missed the big uh, opportunity, (laughs) right? So then we turned back around and went back. And there was a little pep talk in between those rides because I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Like (laughs) Bethany felt that maybe I didn't want to do it again. (laughs) And I was like, no, we came out here. We both agreed we came out here for this specific reason. We spent one night in Beaumont just for this one night on Bragg Road. So we wanted to make sure that we stayed out there and got as much evidence as we could. messed around with the EVPs, the EMFs, and and it was a really good time. And even on that second round, I think we saw it pop up maybe twice. Yeah. Actually, we got to see the light two more times before calling it a night on Bragg Road. Yeah. And overall, the experience was maybe about an hour, hour and a half-ish, because we we cruised that eight miles, you know? Oh, yeah. You really just cruise it. And there was a moment where we stopped for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, We pulled over. So in the daytime when we went, we saw that, like, hunting ground or whatever. Uh, We pulled into that same divot. And again, that area is just creepy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt like someone was watching me. But we got out anyway, and we did a little EVP recording. Yeah. Since we're parked for a second, I'm going to stick this EVP out here. (laughs) 
and we didn't really find anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still cool and it was really spooky, you yeah. know, to like be out there in the night. And and it really does remind you of like ghost adventures because Zach is always like, we see nothing. It's pitch black, black. out here. <laughs> and we didn't even have night vision, Zach. So, and we was out there. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But, but not for as long. <laughs> and we really did. It was like a drive through ghost hunting, which yeah. I can't appreciate, especially in a in a world of covid right like i get to stay in my car mess around with some uh emfs and and try to catch a ghost and i think that we got some really good stuff yeah overall i would say that it was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. um i loved learning about the history and i loved learning about the legends and it was just a fun cool and really weird thing to experience yeah yeah it was a lot of fun. Uh, something I recommend if you want a little day trip, uh, night trip, stay in Beaumont. And <laughs> I will give shout out to my friend Walter who told us to stay in Beaumont if we were going to take this trip. He was like, if yeah. you want to stay like in a city, <laughs> I highly recommend you stay in Beaumont. <laughs> he knows us very well. <laughs> he knows that we some city folk. Oh, yes. Yeah. So shout out, Walter. Thank you very much. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Okay, so after like reviewing our EVPs, because <laughs> me and Leah went out there full ghost hunting. <laughs> we took an EVP recorder, we took an EMF detector, mm-hmm. and we was out there full ghost adventures. Oh yeah, and we apparently forgot some of what we experienced, and this kind of goes back to what I said and kind of feeling disoriented and just losing track of time or time not feeling what it was. Um, But some of the things that we forgot, I think uh, we made note of here, like... um, Yeah, it was so strange. Like Leah said, um, um, we forgot that when we got there, driving in, there was a fog. Yeah. And we mentioned, like, because we recorded this whole thing, we mentioned, like, oh, that was so weird. There was a fog, and then it just, like, dissipated. It yeah. was just, like, a minute of fog. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. It sounded like metal falling from really high into a metal floor, which is, I mean, we're in the forest right now. It was a very strange... And then on the way here, there was a very brief moment of fog, which was so strange. I tried to get it on video, but by the time I opened my camera, it was gone. It was that fast. <laughs> Nothing should have caused that. Like, it was a clear Texas night. It, that's right. Actually, it was a beautiful, like, red moon that night. I think yeah, it was, like... it was. It was... Um, I don't remember... If, if it was like, it wasn't a full moon. It was like, it was a waning moon. Yeah. Like it, it was, um, and it was red. It was like a strawberry moon. Yeah. It was, it was just crazy. And it just, I feel like it goes to show like what a strange and weird place that is. Because how do you forget something that spooky that there was a fog for like two minutes and it went away. And then when we were out there, we also heard like these loud metal bangs. Yeah. Like, and that was during the day. That was during the day. Yeah. And I think we heard him in the night, too. Because when we went over the recording, we talked about it, you know, in the nighttime session. So I don't know. You know and again, already we just yeah. went over this stuff and we're already forgetting. And I just can't help but feel that that's super bizarre. It is. It's, it doesn't want us to remember. Yeah. I forget what you experienced here. <laughs> so I'm really glad we documented it. Because it's just such a strange, like, time warp, dimensional weirdness. So, yeah, I, you know what? I think I would recommend, you know, Bragg Road if you're looking for, like, just a fun, cute, kind of spooky time. Uh, Just a weird time. (laughs) (laughs) It's for sure an experience and and something I'm glad that we did and, and very thankful that we get to share with you on this spooky night. On this hallowed night. So uh, is that it for Bragg Road? I think that might be it. <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed our first episode in our um, legendary Texas series. Yeah. And we wish you a blessed Samhain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't oh. forget the rules of Halloween, right? Wear a costume, don't blow out the jack-o'-lantern, give out can or check, or your, check candy. your candy. Oh gosh, what's the fourth? 
Well, it's check your candy. Um, don't don't blow out the jack o' lantern. lantern. Make sure you have that baby lit. That is protection for you uh-huh. in your house. Um, and wear a costume. Oh, you know, yeah. ward off those spooky spirits. Ooh. <laughs> have fun. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Here is our ritual for the night. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the south. Powers of fire and feeling. Hear us. We hope you have a great and blessed night, and uh, we'll see you next time. This is Bethany. And I'm Leah. And we're signing off with two besitos. From these potatoes.